0: Welcome to the No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shanon, Mr. Rob, and Ken. What's up, y'all? How you doing?
1: We good, bro. How you you holding up?
0: I'm good. I'm good. That's right. Rob got the shirt on. If you haven't already listened to a stream, make sure you stream the Curation Volume 1, our first project. No Ideas Original presents the Curation Volume 1 available on all platforms. Yo, Rob, so I just heard you talking. You, You went down to the Bronx and got terrorized by the schoolers?
1: Oh, like it's lawless. It's like like little China or something. They just run like everybody ain't doing DoorDash. Fuck out of here. Not going mm. for it. Not everyone is doing DoorDash. There's a lot of running around. There's a lot of hustling going on. These are the new 10 speed bikes and everyone got one.
0: Yo, I'm gonna tell you what's crazy. I seen, I was in, um I was in Egypt and it seemed like, yo, I don't even know how they function. Cause it it's like, we, there? like, yeah, like them joints out there, but it's not like it's lights on every corner and everything. It's like a Traffic jam and dudes just weaving in and out with family members on it and everything. Uh, yo, wow. on our way to the, to to the concert that,
1: that Friday on our way there, almost, once we passed four Road, almost on every corner, it was like an incident yeah. with a car in the school. Yeah. Yeah. Because they turn it off. They ride on the sidewalk, off the sidewalk, and then they on the sidewalk. It's crazy,
0: bro. Well, all of them boys the ain't legal, though, right? Like, some of them is illegal. Right?
1: Ain't no way in the world it's just, I'm just I'm Nah, yo, wild. some
0: of them have plates on them.
1: i see yeah, some, some of them, of them. them. A, yeah. Some of them legal. Some of them, but yeah, but this is the Bronx. You know, a third of them shit is just the bandool.
2: I guess they figure they get less pressure, because when when people's out there on the dirt bikes and stuff, so they figure they're not picking people up on scooters.
0: Or the other they thing is that now, I mean, the other thing is if you look, you see like what's the little scooters that people ride around that you put your card oh, in? Wow. You, yeah, them joints. So I guess they figured they ain't on it like that. But the horrific joint was the um the dude who ended up killing his son on them um them scooters. I don't know if y'all seen that story, but he was trying to um take his son somewhere. He put the helmet on his son. The helmet wasn't like the right size, and he got in an accident and ended up um yeah getting the accident. His son died and um he got locked up and everything. He got locked up for it and i think he i think they may have hit him with manslaughter or something oh, but wow. uh, the kid's mom pan, um family was saying that they believed that he should have got hit with murder or whatever it was and the da was like yo he already he, you know he lost his son's life okay. right yeah yo you for know. those
1: who's out there riding them scooters be easy i won't give students a bad name shout out to my man big eight We've been doing our videos. He pulled up on the school to shoot a video, so God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen his, his is official though. He, he, yeah, yeah, he pulls up with the light on the backpack and we tell you to shoot with the camera. So, word, good word. for something,
0: facts. Yo, so without further ado, let's get into it. Um. You know, this particular um, artist that we have coming to the platform, you know, it's interesting. And it was dope like doing the research for our interviews. And in case y'all do not know, yes, we do research for our interviews. So we just gonna ask the people standard cookie cutter questions, you know, and doing that research show, I had the opportunity to really delve deep into like this catalog, find out more about them, you know. Um, and this is a talented brother. And you know, this is a talented brother that, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know um, if he feels like the pressure that he has inherited from being from Shaolin oh, wow. and the great that has yeah, come out of Shaolin. Yeah. So without further ado, we want to bring to the platform, Mr. Squeegee Oblong, Shaolin's, you know, Sha- the new Shaolin, right? The new Shaolin.
3: Shaolin. What up, bro? How you doing? Peace, peace. I can't complain, man. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Everybody good. Bro. You look good. You look too. You look good too, bro. Thank you. All y'all brothers look like y'all healthy and wealthy, so I ain't complaining at
0: all. We ain't oh, your company, man. Man. <laughs> yo, yo, Let me ask you straight out the gate. How'd you come up with the name Squeegee Oblong? And does it have like some. Yes. Bill, build on that. Yeah. I, it's like
3: a 2 So originally, the name was given to me from uh, one of my mom's friends, her brother. Mm-hmm. He used to call me Squeegee Mon as a, as a young dude. I would say when I like 10, 11 years old.
2: Mm-hmm
3: uh i went to high school with his nieces and shit, and they would call me squeegee in high school
2: mm-hmm.
3: so it kind of caught on with a you know a couple of people and that's when i was like really trying to get my shit off so right, right. i originally went by Squeezy squeegeeosis, like you know like a disease yeah. kid yeah. <laughs> right right and, um i want to say about like 2007 i adopted and just changed it to because uh there was a cartoon called the Oblum.
0: i remember them yeah yeah
3: yeah we yeah, all fucked up so yeah, 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 i kind of yeah. felt like i fit the vibe you know i wasn't <laughs> you know i mean I, I was outside but the outside world wasn't was my thing you know mm. and then after a while with the pen you got to something with your shit so right yeah, i just wanted to always stand out with my family
0: yeah, yeah. Damn, nope. you said the Oblongs. I thought I was the only person who watched that. Oh nah,
3: man, I, I was on the Dove Swim and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, always watching the
0: television. Yo, wasn't it something crazy? Like the mom had one breast or something, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mom had one breast. They had
3: the conjoined twin sons.
0: Um, the pops uh, ain't have no legs. Yeah, like like a fucking dildo hanging out of <laughs> And then my man, like
3: he was.
1: He
3: wasn't there fully, but he
1: understood what the fuck is going on, man. Wow. Hell yeah. Hey, here it is, I'm thinking oblong. I'm like, what type of shape is this guy talking about? Like, <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking shape. So y'all thinking cartoons. I was totally far out Yo. with the name. <laughs> now that's uh, dope, though. It's dope that you you, you kind of broke okay it down like that. Nah, of course, man. You know, everybody got to get an understanding. You know, I, I've been going through
3: this for years. As soon as they hear, not even the first part squeegee, it's automatic, ah, oh, this nigga he on some other shit. And when the mouth open, right. it, 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 oh, shit, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, nice. don't, don't ever judge a book by the cover, man. Okay.
1: <laughs> you know? that's, that's when you hit him with the dark winged duck. Bar Steve stuck, Yo, you worry, oh, worry. You know? we worried. Get Bar
3: Steve
1: stuck. Get your hand right, bro. Get your yeah. hand right. That's <laughs> right, yeah, see? For real shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Yo, what? So, who are your two biggest influences and why? I
3: mean, if I'm gonna see
1: 100, 100 could be your pops, could be grandmother, your teacher, anybody. I mean, anybody. Well, I go,
3: I go with a family influence and I go with a family. So my pops is my influence because he's ill with hands. Like God bless him. Like but he was ill with his hands while drawing. Like, uh, if you pay attention, if y'all, you know, you say you do the homework, so the new yeah, project, yeah. he did all Yeah. How you do that? You know, yeah, you know, and like he was going nice. his shit. So the fact that he had the artistic hand, he just never, you know, pursued with it. He had his own biceps and shit, you know, that helped him back from doing certain things. But he always pushed me to, like, yo, if you really want to do something, make sure you do that shit and do it 100%. So, you know, with his inspiration and the fact that he could draw, but he couldn't translate the shit. that like, he would talk Wow, but he couldn't right. translate that shit with a rhyme. So I just right. kind of took the wild shit talk that he talked and just incorporated it in rhyming. you know, and um, right. I would say Eminem. I ain't going to shit on the brother. Early M. When I first started really pushing my pen, I want to say like 14, 15, I was heavy on the Slim Shady LP.
1: Yeah.
3: I was heavy on the Slim Shady EP. Like <laughs> to me, that
1: nigga was the bee's knees at that time. What, like, what, what, what drew you to him like that? What was it that? What was it about him that drew that drew you to
3: him? I mean, honestly, it was the character. You know, the way right. that wasn't like everybody else at that time, you know. Right. In the 90s, late 90s, everybody was coming out to Shiny Shoe shit. Oh, everybody was, coming, was doing the like Doug shit. Like, he was just, yo, I'm here. You now I mean? And <laughs> the way he incorporated his videos, like Busta Rhymes and Missy, they always get it top notch with me as far mm. as visual ed. But the fact that he wasn't scared to be white trailer punk trash. I want to do what I wanted to And the right. ball game, listening to uh, the freestyle, Hand Me an me up and lay me in space I'ma sit on top of the world and shit on
0: brandy and Bates like yo yeah. that shit yeah. yo to a young mind. you're like holy shit oh wow so yeah, yeah yo man. but not not yo not to cut you off but you know something like whenever we in the hood and we have a discussion and we start mentioning like who who the top five lyricists yo people be like eminem like not, they shy away from him y'all i've actually been in conversation yeah. with people yeah. in front on him and i'll be like yo come on the man white but let's not yeah. front like yeah,
3: you gotta yeah, get, I, get. I think it's more so for the fact of you know later on in his catalog, and then not for nothing as a as a fan, there's just certain shit that after years it does kind to of get like stale and don't really have that connection no more. Right. But yeah. to deny the man of his word skill, especially if you really follow his career, like yo, he's been fucking nice you Now yeah. I mean, he's definitely in my ten. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, mean, you, I never listen to them. Like, you know what I think it is? I think people, in terms of like replay value, I think people are like, yo, you know, I ain't listening to this shit in the club. I ain't really getting in the car too often, throwing it on or whatever. But in the moments where you sit by yourself and you just want to hear like bars, yeah. like come on, like yeah, you want to hear somebody like it when they write, yeah, you know what it is. They don't-
2: they don't push that stuff they always pushing them anthem songs and people don't really like people don't really want to hear that like i'm not afraid and all that type of stuff man. yeah i ain't
0: but really care for those catalogs
3: really
1: started
3: getting <laughs> yeah exactly nobody wanted yeah. to hear that. I mean,
2: yo
1: and i'm and i'm glad we're on this topic because i want to just piggyback and just add on to this next question i have because i always talk about the power of words and the power of imagination let me ask you sweet the power of words and imagination as an artist yourself, how important is it that we use these tools for, for a better purpose? Very
3: important, because you gotta understand the people behind you to stay attention, you know what I'm saying? We we tend to get in this ideal of, you am making music for me, you know what I'm saying? And it is true, sometimes you get in that vibe and you making shit for you, but I mean, besides the fact that you have a a, a older audience or audience in right. age. So you know, there's young dudes that are curious. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They catching on. So the value of what on they fair. were real, you know, look, look at how like, you know, the drill shit is, is connecting with these kids. And yeah. they on that type of time without shadow of a doubt. You know, and I even put in the same comparison, like we were just having the whole conversation about the Eminem shit. Even then, that influence on it was Yo, it, 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 it's a whole different ball game with words. So right. when you present your shit and you come in, you gotta come correct. I mean, not to say you gotta be on some Will Smith shit.
1: Right, right, right.
3: Be <laughs> conscious, you know. There, there was a lot of shit that I used to say early on back when I was writing. And I listened to that shit now but like yeah, it was cute, but you know, it could have went further. I could have went
1: further with that topic, but I could have mm, expanded to
3: that shit yeah. expanded it,
1: you know? Right. It, right. It, 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 and, all and that me shit is for. Right. And and I and I bring that up because I heard someone say, yo, young man said, yo, they're possessing us. He said he was in the club. And if you listen if you stop and stop bopping your head and listen to the words, yo, we in here trance. Listening to the same words repeatedly for murder, murder, kill, murder, kill. That's I'm when I get out of here. <laughs> try. Yeah. You know, all this other shit, all these, word. uh, all ain't these ain't words. Is, word.
3: Sorry,
1: not to cut you off. If it ain't that, it's uh, yo, spend your money, let's get drunk, shake your, yeah. ass. your, shake your booty all down oh, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm
1: out of town. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Crazy, I here bro. Nah, I can't and, that, and that's why I asked because. <laughs> as an artist I I do believe as an artist there should be some sort of responsibility on what you say because of the influence that people are listening and words carry vibrations and sounds they pick up man people can pick up on things and just go with it and not know why they going with it because it's so trendy they follow the suit you know what I mean now and then it's even worse and thinking
3: that shit is not really standing yeah, that's, the worst. that's the worst kind of artist you know?
2: Unbelievable
3: Exactly
2: yeah. hey, man. So I, I got a question For you man I, well, We've done a research looking wow. up man You've got a lot of video footage man <laughs> A lot a lot of Video footage <laughs> Yo I try <laughs> to stay uh, viral
3: in this new day and age Yeah like usually you have people That have a
2: lot of music and stuff You got a lot of music but you don't see that many Videos man Right. And, and I'm watching, them like, listen, I'm gonna tell you, man, a Cabrina video, yeah. stuff, stuff, stuff is fire, man. I like the music. Yo, tell people. me how it came about, like, doing all that, getting all of that that um, content. And it looks like, man, you rhyme with, like, a lot of spitters out there. That's the Staten Island crew, man. Let me know what's going on with that. Yeah, I mean, yo, I rhyme with everybody. I mean, there's people here that I, I don't look at what they say. I think
3: it's put me up there in the conversation when it comes to Staten Island as far as new generation. That's yeah. cool, as these, you know. I fucked with a lot of different people, off and on the alley, you know. Okay. I've been grateful to be featured on a lot of different songs with vast different variety, of people yeah. and From out here all the way to California, nice. and nice. all that shit. So nice. that's the blessing and the lesson with all that shit, man. And um, yo, Cabrini is funny because the song in itself. Before the visual even came apart, I linked up with this kid from the Netherlands, and he so, Shout out to him. And um, he happened to be out here catching the show. Dude was like, "Yo, I gotta fuck with you. Yo, we gotta make some records." We're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but I'm one of those. Yo, you tell me that shit. I usually throw it like fluff in the jar. You know what I'm saying? And so there's action behind it. Ah, yeah, we can do that shit. Right. And um, I wanna say a couple months after that, Sun hit me up. And I was like in a real weird place and like. Person. And um, that's one of the three that came across my desk when he first started sending me shit, and I chefed it. I wanted the visual to be on some shit like yo, kind of like Doctor Strange, <laughs> and caged type. Wow, shit! My cousin, you know, he always on some creative the frenzy shit. So yeah, found an abandoned building. I mean, picked up some props and just like, yo, oh, fuck it, let's have some fun, man. Just wild, fuck out.
1: See, that's dope. You yeah. know what I mean? You can just put that shit together like that. Just oh. grab your own props. Grab anything. Let's make it work. You know what I mean? Good,
3: man. Yo, creativity is key in this sport. In order for right. people to want to gravitate and fuck with you, they got to really gravitate and fuck with you. Yeah. You don't show yourself and, you know, be yourself out in this shit. That's You're right. just another nigga rapping work. That's
0: right. Bro. Yo, how, how is the history of hip-hop in Staten Island? impacted you as an artist because you know everybody always go to wu-tang but even before wu-tang you think about like the umc's like it just seemed like staten island is known for bringing forth like creative artists so you know how how has that impacted you honestly i I love the fact
3: that i came from Staten Island. i've met so many different bad characters i mean and there's a lot of niggas that are unsung heroes of this shit. You know what I'm saying? UMC, fucking Cool Kid, and um, fucking Phantom.
0: Phantom and Beats. They always
3: <laughs> <get> underpush, underrated, <laughs> but they're GOATs. You know what I'm saying? King Justice, fucking GOAT. That's a fact. Now, Oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, Fucking Black Fist, The Shallow Soldiers, Fest mm-hmm. Taylor, fucking Ruthless Bastards, all these niggas is GOATs. You feel what I'm saying? They deserve their props and their flowers for that shit. I mean, even all the way down to fucking Killer
0: Army, these niggas
3: deserve to pops and cymbals. I like that. Oh. Yeah. Shit, we could even go in the cipher and go deeper in the currents because this artist from Staten Island that without that that will never get a chance. It was a nigga named Animas that was killing it like ninety eight, ninety nine, full through this mm-hmm. bitch, and he was heavy on his promo. It was like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? He's <laughs> in the path mark. You go buy his little tape for like five dollars. He had like phones on it. It was banger, but yo. Everybody who came out this shit that spit. I think timing wise was more of an issue because a lot of these guys have social media under that shit. They had to rely on. I gotta go in these offices, with right. these people, and at that time, you know how it was. If y'all niggas was to sound like Wu Tang, we don't want to hear none of that shit. <laughs> right, right,
0: right, right. Yeah. You know, I um I, I always felt like though like um during that era that Queensbridge and Staten Island was like just like the farm system hip-hop you yo, know like it, it felt like there was a time where yo if you rap and you was in the bridge yo they was just like yo you from the bridge we signing yo. you you yeah. from staten island yo we signing you right you know? yo because you gotta
3: look at what was i mean not the shit on none of the other girls but shit. you had Nas, you had maddie you had yeah. Maude, you had uh, tragedy Gaddafi, you oh, had ali boom was Staten island and like you said you had the umc's you had wu Tang. you had fucking killer army yeah, who else I can think of? Oh, my man, HDM, Hyped the Man. He was running around for a little bit. He played high 97, all that other shit. So, yo, they want that shit because that's that sound. They they see that that sound is popular. So, yeah, I'm gonna gravitate to that. Wasn't nobody denying a modern record back at that time? Yeah. But if Nas put out a shitty record, yo, that shit is fine. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> Just for the fact of, it's
3: Nas. They, there wasn't yeah. nobody.
1: I'm, oh, yeah. And Nas held it down. I mean, when you listen to where Nas started, and then you it followed up with Mob, and it's like, oh, shit. It's, and then Qaddafi. It's like the oh, whole was intelligent hoodlum before Nas. Hell like, yeah, there's, yeah. There's a little melting pot going on in there, because when I first think of QB, I think Shan, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm old school yeah. back there, and I still love it here, and the bridge coming. I'm from the Bronx, and I still love hearing the bridge. Yeah. When it comes yeah. on loudspeak, it's like, oh, shit, I'm back in 83, I feel like. I'm in a jam, son. I hear I hear them drums coming off the fucking handball court. Like damn. That, was, that was the jam music. That was, yeah. that was the jam music. Yeah. And, and, and Staten Island had that same mystique. I mean, all, all five boroughs have them. There's always been an artist that kind of just catapulted and just wore the cape for a minute. And I like and I and, and I always admired that. And I and I, I say to myself, that's a great thing. But let me ask you this. What's your thought on popularity versus artistry? Mm. And what what's that doing in hip-hop in, to, in, in today's opinion?
3: Well, in the level of clout, clout era, the what I call it. <laughs> okay.
1: I mean, yeah. in this week, uh, yeah. All that. Word,
3: word, you know, fucking, um, all this shit now, fuck the artistry. Nobody got no artistry, man. <laughs> so show me somebody, and I'm not, you know, trying to be disrespectful. Yeah, so yeah. Show me anybody in any genre as far as underground, mainstream, whatever sub-genres they want to break it in, at this moment in time, what stands out more, their music or their social media presence? I know more about Blueface's life more than I know about that nigga's music i mean that, i that's love that's I, yo i love west side gun n- death but this is on twitter and fucking. everywhere twitter and, twitter hey, and then yo in the music what he's one situation where he'll talk and and he make magic oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah
3: but in this day and age popularity wins in my personal morale mm-hmm. because you're mm. be a popular cornball mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying
0: mm-hmm.
3: you hot because you know you standing next to somebody or you mm-hmm. made a little movement or you had a, you know, you a little wave. That's a yeah. only thing that you know, you skilled. Yeah. You know
1: yeah. what I'm
3: saying? What have you said that made somebody go, wow, I can fuck with that? What have you done outside the box of what you used to do that a nigga right. could go, wow, I can fuck with it?
0: Um, yo, I think I think the trappings, though, like what happens is that even when you, you have people who come into the game and it's rooted in artistry, I think like the, ta- the, the trappings and the glitz and the glamour kind of pull them into the mainstream and make them become popular. And then I think that's when people begin to compromise the artistry, you know, on the street for like, yo, I am popular. I got to make something quick and dumb down. Like, I, yo, to me. We live in a microwave music society where people, you know, they consume an album in a week and be like, all right, when the next project yeah, coming. But yeah. I'm from that era where, yo, dudes, I remember Big Daddy Kane drop an album. You got to wait three or four years to get the next joint. You know, and you actually waiting, and he's cultivating and putting it together. Now it's like, ah, right, yo, you put your album out. Next month, I need a new one, you know. so <laughs> No, because
3: you got to look at it like this. You drop the album, and then you fucking Got a week, but then you got another 25, 24 days to show your yeah. personality. That, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks in a sense because it takes away from the skill. You know? Yeah, all right. Right. I'm I'm from the era of linear notes and credits. I used to read the credits. We yeah, to
1: too. That's what I mean,
3: yeah. bro. I, I appreciate shit like that, but I like waiting the time to hear albums. You know, I don't mind waiting for years and years know more than four but i can wait to hear some shit as long as i know it's going to be worth it yeah you yeah, so know yeah. a lot of people put out a lot of shit in the short-span of time and it's you fire but with yeah. real substance to it it's kind of like you just throwing shit out just to keep
0: relevant. yeah that's so exactly that's
2: good. Good. What was what's good. interesting about that is right. so what we basically said is funny is that <laughs> we, we like the new stuff <laughs> but we also like the idea of what an old record label used to represent Right. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. say
3: that. The, the A&R, the yeah, proper right. promotion, the, the visual, you know, actually making a promo run getting behind your record. Yeah,
2: Bet, vetting the acts so everybody can just be honest. <laughs> right, right.
3: But all
0: you need is a cell now to make an album, a cell phone. <laughs> all, you need, all you
3: need is a cell phone, a couple of dollars to buy one of these to get your followers up. One brother that don't care, he just want to make money. <laughs>
1: that's it. Um, do
0: Yo, we, I listen.
1: We pivot from this trendy shit, though. How do we pivot from this trendy shit?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Just keep
3: supporting
0: real shit. <laughs> that's it. If you keep supporting real shit, eventually the real is gonna show you can only fake the focus so yeah, yeah. speaking of real shit, um, I listen to Tanface I'm like, damn, you this brother's like a I get the sense from him that he's a like a purist. Yeah. You know, and when you start talking about like people that's hip hop purists, the thing that always comes up is you ever hear the terminology when people be like, yo, this dude is a rapper's rapper. You ever hear when people yeah, I've hey, heard I've heard, heard, that, that, heard that. that. So what separates a rapper from a rapper's rapper well, and who's well, the rapper's rapper to you that's <laughs> no nah, right,
1: so question so. Shy. i like this question
0: i like that
3: that was smooth all right so the answer <laughs> first part of the question the difference between a rapper and a rapper's rapper is just simple like this a rapper is a nigga who can just make something sound high like, you know what i'm saying okay. you can get on the beat you can maybe style it you could be it could be lyrical miracle word salad whatever style you can get it to <laughs> You right. say whatever and it worked for you. Now being a rappers rapper is when you take people on different journeys. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Where you make people understand not just you as an individual, but the mindset and the uh imagination of what you got inside your head. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of niggas can't get back past the, the sitting outside on the stoop method. I mean Say
1: you know, that again. Say that one more time. A lot
3: of niggas can't get past sitting outside of the stoop method. You feel what I'm saying? Because, but it, it, it's a catch-22 because then a lot of these niggas haven't been exposed to nothing else
0: but that. But, but you know, know, what? That was that was that's facts. That's Exactly, yeah. but
3: Once you open up your brain and expand your mind to see whatever the fuck you want to see, yo, your topics change.
1: You know what I'm saying? What
3: you Everything changes. Topics you, you, change, the language
1: you know, change,
0: how you see it, things change.
3: Yeah. Real, you know, your you, right. eyes really,
0: it opens up Opened in a whole up. fashion. All right, so let me throw this one into the mix, into the equation, right? I'm, I am I, know artists that I've seen go from a rapper's rapper to a rapper. <laughs> what? Can you tell me an artist that you've seen go from a rapper to, oh, this nigga's a rapper's rapper now? The other way? Ooh. You wanted to go the first
3: way or the other way? <laughs> yeah, uh, yo, we see people. We see slippage. <laughs> <yo>, we see the
2: <laughs> <we see, laughs> <we see laughs> oh, dude regret. Yeah, yeah uh, we can see that
3: regardless of how anybody feels about this new age generation of rappers, there's a couple of niggas that, yo, the rapper's rapper, that turned rapper. I'll give J. Cole that prime example. I mean, mm-hmm. when J. Cole first came out when he came out with the, uh, the Facebook story, the fucking yeah. club of the mix
2: Yeah. he was out there
3: kicking mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Once he got a chance to, uh, dump down his sound and he found his glitch in the Matrix, I mean... Everybody get on the record. He went now, of course he's going to be better than niggas because look who he's rapping with. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean,
3: of he's going to be better
0: than Young Thug. Dirt, Better than Dirt. Yeah. You <laughs> know
3: what I'm saying? You won't get in the ring with a Kendrick Lamar nigga on the record.
0: Mm. Know
3: what I mean? Now, that's a nigga that I can say turned from rappers to rappers. Rappers,
1: You yeah, Know what
3: yeah. I mean? And he was always a rappers, rapper. But when yeah. he first came out with his industry shit, he just did the rappers.
0: I'm hold on, bad. hold on, who we saying Who we saying? Who, Kendrick Lamar. We Kendrick Lamar went from a rapper to a rapper's rapper?
2: Yeah. Like with, I guess with like drinking hold up and,
0: only because
3: I say it like this, right? If you're not familiar with Kendrick Lamar, like section eighty, and all his earliest
0: mm-hmm. His gifts we yeah,
3: ever introduced to is uh Good Kid Mad City. A majority of that album is singles. You got Poetic Justice, yeah. or Drink Shit. um where's the Shereen? Yeah, Master Splinter Shereen, whatever the yeah, yeah. fuck he had going on with that album. Not, and that's a good album, but he did a lot of pop feel with that. Once that nigga dropped the Pimple Butterfly, you've seen the vibe change. You know what I mean? A lot of people mm-hmm. don't like that album.
0: I, I like that it. album. Yeah. I,
3: I mean I love that album. like can't digest
0: shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know yeah, I never like? you know I never thought of it that way, but yeah, I, he he may be like one of the few people that I can say that probably went from a rapper to a rapper's rapper. But I remember like early Kendrick seeing something in him and knowing that I right, this dude is a lyrical li- potential. Like, right. Yeah, I'm like this dude is a little. I'm talking about somebody that was just like very basic that you like make a song but then the next thing you know they leave earth on their next album you're like yo where's this coming from who's writing this oh you yo, know not, like I,
3: I can't even front if you didn't attract me as a rapper I, you can't you not, know. Not, a rap, rap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but then but That's, then yo we we have like we all know like like when you start mentioning rappers rappers you know the names the there's like common names that people are, like yeah. g-rap g-rap yeah. black thought yeah you know right. like these dudes like even a dude like ras cash you like, yo, like these rappers rappers like people know they get busy yeah. but i was cool about that today i was like yo the other way around like you know like if somebody that we've seen ascend from that mm-hmm. rap? Yeah. Know I, know I, I just thought of one i
3: don't know how y'all feel
0: about camera well now he, a, he, he, he went from like a rapper, rapper that he, he went from a like rapper two. to a rapper i feel he regressed. i
3: think he went from a rapper's rapper to, to a rapper
0: mix. i agree with that because I agree his with first
3: that. two albums, "Confession of
0: Fire" and yeah. uh what is that, "Sports, Drugs, and
3: Entertainment," and they
0: was out there trying to yo three fifty seven, yeah, crazy. Yeah. I was, I first heard, it, I was like, oh, this dude is, I- this dude is, and then um the joint on "Sports, Drugs, and Entertainment" where I'm from, yeah, where um, um, um me, yeah, oh. um. What, with the, the jo- he had Dutch in Spade, right? He had yeah, the joining. Yeah, yeah of-
1: that shit. Too-
0: Woo, filthy. <laughs> then next thing you know, with man. the nouveau, poop with the scoop, with the troop, with the Buddha. I'm like, got
3: Rockefeller money, then he
0: You thought that?
3: shit, you know?
2: <laughs> might have a chance to turn it around, though. He, he, it-
3: he might-
2: now. You know what I noticed? I think, like, even when you mentioned with Kendrick. Is that once you start getting your paper up <laughs> and your money, you basically need black to say whatever you want to say. Crazy, so they yeah. dumb it down yeah. to try to get that money, and then when they get it, that's when you can go back to being
0: being you who you be are. Because now you have got the so, people and don't right, make a difference. Yeah, You know who you know who to me personally I think like have made they made good albums, but they under the radar that I would say. Probably not a rapper's rapper, but he's somebody that I recognize. Like, this is a dude that's skilled that don't get his just due. I've always felt Master Ace. I've always Hell felt yeah, like yeah, one of my favorite like, rappers. Ace, oh, OC yeah, too. Like, oh yeah, that's the dude. my yeah. name, Master yeah. Ace OC, like. These are dudes that if you really sit with their music and digest it and, and listen to like actually what they saying, like, yo, you hear the wordplay, the subject matter, you know, it's You're like- Everything,
1: bro. Everything yeah. is in pocket and sequenced perfectly. Yeah. And you enjoy listening to them. <laughs> Master H yeah. Master is the reason why I spell my name Master. I lie to you not. Yeah. Master H is I my Master. I, 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 Master
0: stat, I like the way you felt though. But yo, that's that's something for all of us to think about. Like, how many people do we see transcend and go from being a rapper to a rappers rapper? Like, cause you don't see that often. You you mostly see slippage where dudes, you know, they ain't shooting in the gym and the bars get trash or they get a hot record and then they keep trying to replicate whatever that that record is and yeah, chasing
3: that fame, that glory, So Mm -hmm.
0: yeah,
2: I got I got a question. I got an interesting question about that. So we talking about rappers and rappers rappers, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: When we look at the demographic, who's listening to rappers, rappers, and who's listening to rappers, and how do we get the people that's listening to rappers, rappers, or the people just listening to rappers to listen to the rappers, rappers? Because we right. kind of know what's going on with that de- demographic. So, what what age group we think is listening to rappers, and who's listening to
1: rappers, rappers? Yo, well,
3: I mean, thirty
1: five and over. <laughs> I mean,
3: yeah, of course, you know the thirty five is always listening to The Rappers Rapper, but yo, shocking me when you know, right? It's just all depending on once you get popularity. Exactly. Hey, young boys be paying attention, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they trying to do the homework to figure out, they see the progression of their music ain't really going nowhere. You know what uh, I They seeing that. Yeah. Yo, I, my nephew, I swear I learn from this dude every time. 13 years old. Dude blew my mind one day when he hit me with, yo, Let's listen to some easy e What do you know about it. Bro, Yo, that ass, and he, yo, faithfully, every time he gets in my fucking car, he makes sure he put on some type of easy e Whether mm, it be he does yeah. it, fucking, um, what is it? The cruise down the street, and my six 641.
0: Whatever yeah, it is, you get it.
3: So, it's all dependent on your background. If you grow okay. up with people that's 35 plus,
0: and you're in your, your
3: preteen, teenage years. You probably learned something. If not yeah. Anybody before that, they still got a lot of adjustment. Yeah.
0: I, I got Yo, it. you know what the demographic is really? If you take age out, I would say the rappers, rappers audience is overseas. Overseas yeah. and uh,
3: the vanilla flavor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. O- o- overseas, like overseas, it's more purists. It's more people that they actually. The, the art. They appreciate the artistry. They, you know, they're historians. They want to listen. They want to... They, they want they vinyl. Want, they want to touch it. They want, they want they hip-hop.
3: They
0: want that real shit. Want, yeah, yeah. You know, and right now I think we're in a, a generation where, like, pop culture um, yeah. is more important to... You know, you, a lot of your music has a real personal feel to it. Um, as an artist, what allows you to be vulnerable enough to actually speak openly like that in your music? I would
3: say more so knowing the fact that two things the best art comes from the darkest time you know what I'm saying you can create through your hardest shit as long as you can put thought into it and put imagination into it it works not only that this shit is like a vetting a, a thing you know I'm saying so the more I vent to my pen, the more i vent to the paper, the better off I feel about it, you know? I might not give it the full energy that we need to, but maybe that little bit of a positive with writing is what I needed to get me out of the funk of the bullshit, you know? Yeah. And I don't give a fuck, man. The only way you can respect somebody and understand somebody is that person is really them. I mean, everything I say on wax, except for the shit that's really out there, out there, <laughs> I try to be 100 honest, you know what I'm saying, with my shit. Yeah. Because yo, ain't no faking the phone ain't no future in fronting. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. I get older, like I said, I got little people behind me. I got my son, I got people on the way. I got my nieces and nephews. They trying to learn me, and then they see what I move. So you know, I don't like to do the, the, the extra curriculum. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it gotta be therapeutic too.
3: Oh, of course, all the time, you know, between the selection of the beats, yo, that's what really makes everything dope. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? Whatever I get, as far as the vibe, production-wise, that really what sets the tone. Man.
0: Yeah. Now, how do you det- How do you determine, like, you know? Because I know primarily you work with Black Knight, but how do you, you know, how do you determine, like, what kind of sound are you looking for?
3: Um, anything with life, man. You know what i'm saying anything with life it could be a sample it could be original uh, like orientated instrumentation i'm not a guy that wants 70 bpms and all my shit mad slow i don't like it bro, no, bro. I, i've never bought the slow joint ever in my life it could be cool but i'm not i'm not returning back to that when i play the record so i always want my shit to have a certain type of level and tempo yeah. We still rock to it and be like, I can understand, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether it's deep, fun, raunchy, you know.
0: Yeah. Yo, I seen somewhere else that you do like your own mixing and mastering. How'd you learn that skill?
3: 2015, I was sitting in my cousin's crib. We had like a little 2 studio we made out of closets and mm-hmm. These niggas forced me to learn fucking. Uh, I would say logic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Only for the fact that nobody knew how to mix and master, and I refuse to go to any of these niggas out here. <laughs> All due respect to my peers, but <coughs> it was a reason why I stopped going to studio. You know, out here in Staten Island, a lot of shit goes down, you know. I got it. Especially with this younger generation, a lot of these get on their knucklehead type of time. At that moment in time, you know, there's a lot of shit going on there. Was studios get robbed you know, motherfuckers just coming in doing whatever fuck they want to. I avoid it all right. They sat me in front of the computer and said, here, let's do this. It took me about, what, four years to run live I Never watched a YouTube video until mm-hmm. like recently, within the past couple of years, because they updated so much shit. But yeah. I always tried to sit in front of this computer day after day and try to learn that shit. How to mm-hmm. mix, how to tweak this, what sound right, what's this, how do you add this fuck into that? You
0: just learn off no trial and error. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yo, in and in, in, in the interview that I was watching, you said something, and I was like, I was I was driving home, and I was like, yo, this brother gets it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yo, yo, yes, he sir, said, sir. yo, he said, yo, check it out, Rob. He said he was like, yo, you know, I had to learn mixing and mastering because like, yo, I got tired of fighting with these engineer dudes about, you know, what sounded right or how I wanted my stuff to sound because they were trying to convince me. And I'm like, yo, when we was recording our debut project... You know how many conversations I was having with like dudes that was like engineers and stuff? Like, nah, man, that don't sound on beat. Nah, that got to be turned up. That got to be turned down. It's like,
3: get it's like, it's like, it's cocky, man. It's like, yo, boom, <laughs> yo, you be one motherfucker that get a, a lucky client one day. Get somebody of like a B level, A level. Oh, nah, I know everything. I had to do to when started recording my shit. I went to his studio, and he's like, yo, where you recording that? I said, I got my own equipment. I'm recording my own shit. The nigga said, y'all see you in another month or
1: two.
3: Shout out to you, though, brother. Love is always love, but I ain't <laughs> seen you last year. Thank you Thank you for
0: that. No. But yeah, it is that it is something about that, like yo, the ability to mix and master your own joy. Cause when you created the record, you knew in your head how it's intended to sound, right? right. Yeah, like, this is how it's supposed to sound. But somebody who yo people will debate you down about that. Like, nah, yo. I think and I'm be honest with you, like, as professionals, it, and I'm using that term loosely, you know, if people are professionals, <laughs> they have they yeah, they have you know, I want to hear I want the input. But also, if I'm the customer or the artist or whatever it is, like, yo. Just do my shit. The exact. I was trying to say it. Nice, but, I'm oh paying if I'm paying you to do it. it. Talk to me by the hour, bragging about this is your
3: job. Yeah. Thing. But just do the right thing. Don't beat me in my head, <laughs> give me a half-ass mix, and then tell me, oh, well, you
0: got
3: to come back and get everything else. Now. make my shit sound chunky. Now, I mean, yes. I can enjoy it in the car ride. You know, I'm air flat out bullshit. Or, <laughs> you know, you taking your time. Like, I'm literally watching you. You're on your phone, texting, Facebook, and, and you just scrolling up and down the screen, chopping
0: lines and shit. Like, yo, bro, I can do that at home. I'm gonna put the line. They'd be you know, like, bro, yo, hold on, I'm gonna mix your joint. Put yeah. Button, automated, mix. There you <laughs> go. And by now, they definitely got it like
3: that. Just put that shit
2: through a filter. it probably AI generated. Boom, you got it. (laughs) We choose hip hop. Hip hop filter. Yeah. Number forty three. Treble number
3: five. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: what what made what made you use um OG Mel that recording of OG Mel for Tampa? Where would you? go what What was going through? That brain of yours, Lord, for, for that. And you just use that. Like, let that ride. I'll come on, I'll come on track, too. Let that
3: ride. I, I, I talk my shit when I talk my I talk my shit when I talk, yeah. I mean, to me, it, it was prevalent, you know, especially how I feel right now. Current stage, the underground shit. You know, there's a lot of niggas doing shit. And, you know, it's amazing what niggas doing. Right. And if I don't talk my shit and feel cocky about myself, ain't nobody else gonna feel cocky about it. Right. and the way that he convicted the energy and gave his shit like nigga, I'm that nigga. You know what I'm saying? All these niggas is here because of me. Me, You know How what I'm saying? That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking damn it. If it wasn't for these, me and this nigga, we wouldn't, y'all wouldn't be doing shit. <laughs> so in a sense, yo, not to say that, you know, I feel like I'm niggas down or something like that, but it's a sport, you know what I'm saying? Everybody looks at this shit as a sport. I mean, I got mm-hmm. people that I fuck with on records, you know, that we cool, you know, with everything piece. But all in all, I didn't come in here to write so we could be fucking Lamb Chops playing along my nigga. About I jumped on this mic because the niggas who before me was jumping on the mic to the shit. And that's kind of where I'm coming from i want gonna show you, I'm the nicest fucking rapper around. I can dance around the ring like Floyd Mayweather and motherfucking Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali.
0: And I could punch you right here. I like Sean Price. Let me get what
3: you're you know what I'm saying? The of, it, 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 it's just conviction in the bars, man. Pump
1: on yeah. out, man. That's so, right. that's I got right. respect for my How <laughs> About that, that's peace, man. True Alley is one is one of my dopest joints. Or your dopest joints that I like on there, and I like when you said teaching my son the different versions of man, and telling him knowledge is key. Knowledge the is the plan. key to the land.
3: plan. If you believe in the plan, don't you believe, believe
1: in the, the plan. plan.
3: Because look, wait, because people will let you down and fail you like teachers kill your dreams. You know what mm. I mean? The the realness behind that shit is when I thought about it, I thought about how I was like, My father raised me as best as he could. But there's a lot of shit that I learned off the grid and off the radar that you're not really supposed to know. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. How right. fucking weed and seeds is like six, seven years old, you know, off the, based off the fact that he smoked, so he's breaking his shit up on the table. And he wasn't like weary and scary of letting me know what was going on. Yo, yeah. yo with this. this is what this is. You know, proper education and knowledge. I want to properly educate my seeds, but there's certain shit that I don't really want them to devour and get into, cause you don't gotta live like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the record, you got Sunshine, the record, too. Like, is that, was that the inspiration for that record?
3: Nah, actually, True Realities came way before Sunshine. I wrote mm. True Realities in the process of him uh, being born, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I was within the time of him arriving. And, and then Sunshine, I wrote maybe about eight,
1: nine months after he
3: got here. How hmm. so, old is he now?
1: Shit, he just turned two, uh, Sunday. Terrible cruise? <laughs> okay. Yo,
3: Domestic terrorism match. <laughs> <Brian>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you got another
0: one on the way? I got another one on the way.
3: Oh, man. congratulations. Yeah,
0: way Congrats, bro. Congratulations. Thanks, bro. Yo, um, I want to go back for a second to like even the stuff you were saying about the, the engineering um, stuff, you know, like is it, at this point in time with your artistry is it important for you to record yourself? And if so, why? Um,
3: I would say yes, even if I was to take this and bring it to another spot. Definitely yes, because you go to a studio, you're paying for time, so you're limited to what you do. Mm-hmm. If you're not really sharp on your shit, like when I, back in my early days, I used to practice everything before I went to the studio. Mm-hmm. I was a fucking uh, uh, eight hour job. I got a baby, I my wife fucking bugs my nerves. Like, <laughs> I got time to study these motherfucking rhymes all day. So the last thing you wanna do is go in the studio and you can sit in there two out of the four hours that you book trying to get your record together. You
2: mm-hmm.
3: so know, you got your home set up, you can record at your own pace, your own speed, and at your own comfortability. you know what I'm saying? It could be a night where it's one o'clock in the morning, everybody sleeps. If I wanna get loud though, cause I know everybody happy sleeping, I can be loud as fuck in here mm-hmm. feel, I can be
2: loud
3: in there But then
0: Yo Nah <laughs> you know Baby You gotta keep like, this yeah, yeah. Yo we was We was talking about that On this podcast Probably a couple of months ago And I was saying Like I remember Back in the days When dudes went to the studio Brothers had to chip in Everybody had to throw Ooh. in A couple oh. of dollars yeah. For whatever yeah. amount of hours And You actually You had to practice And get your routine Whatever it was, yeah. it was man, hours, man, Cause when you oh, went in, you had to come with it. It was like, yeah, nah, we're that not yeah. right Especially
3: yeah. if you coming in with three, four other niggas and everybody, yo, you gotta go walk. Cause everybody else walking in there, prepared. you better be prepared.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yo, But you know what's bug about that? Why is it that, especially in the era when they was have like everybody was getting these major labels, you know, these, these, these contracts were major labels. Dudes went from that, like yo, I need to be writing at home, sharpening my skills, to so, yo, I'ma go sit in the studio. And I get the whole run around, yo, survive or whatever it is. But yo, I couldn't see myself on the billable hours sitting there like yo, I'm gonna sit there for <laughs> hours and write no. a record that may not necessarily even make the album, but be tried and a label and, and it's thousands <laughs> of dollars.
3: But that's wow. really, that's really the bull down to it. At that moment in time, think about it. If a label pressuring you to have something within a certain amount of time. You know, there really ain't no time to go home and go try to write this shit while you got the wife and the kids, or you know, you got right. shit in the play going on at yeah. So I'm just gonna sit here and create whatever I can in this short amount of time or whatever this length of time I got, cause there's no distractions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the downside though, to having your own home setup then you got all the distractions. When but when you have yeah. time, you work on it and you can craft the how you want.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because you you ever hear artists be like, be like, yo, I made this album in two weeks, and be like, yeah, I know, I know you did. I know. I'm like, yo, be it'd be artists. be like, yeah, it's just this. Like I'm talking like big name artists, they be like, yeah, I recorded this whole project in two weeks. I'm like, we know. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> your subject
3: matter, your mixing, and your fucking choice,
2: choice. <laughs> yeah. Volume. Yeah, they was they they pumping out volume, something they Not not saying quantity oh, over quality.
1: A volume of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the what's the hardest place you rock, bro? The hardest place I
3: rock. Honestly, Honestly.
1: the best joint
3: I remember. Lake
1: Tahoe, California. Oh wow. Mm. Nice. What was why why was, why was that? what was what was about that spot?
3: For my well, that was definitely my first time being in California. Uh, I got an invitation to Block the from Black and Wild, so, uh Brooklyn Academy. I mm. so, with him and Captain Donovan's shows out in California. Right. So that dope. moment in time to me was dope. We were just out there and that one show in Lake Tahoe. It was who packed, Impact Crowded type show. And it was like my first real time being, like not being out in the world doing shows, but in a whole, whole, whole another state, millions and millions, well, I wouldn't say yeah. millions and millions of miles, but a nice distance of miles. Yeah,
0: that's the
1: miles,
3: bro. Word, in, in the mountains where the majority of the, of the crowd is dominantly another flavor and they just rocking, you know what I'm
0: saying?
3: Damn. That shit was like, man, man.
0: What
2: would you say is your favorite part? of you like the right? You like to record or you like to perform? Which one? Put them in an order.
3: I like to write. I like to perform. Then I like to
2: record. Okay.
3: I can perform. Sometimes I'll fuck up the performance, but it's just the energy. As long as the energy's there, I ain't gonna stop. Writing, that shit just comes natural, especially if you're in the mood. But recording always becomes a bitch because it's You could record some shit one day and that shit be like, yo, that shit was fire at that moment in time you listen to it. You'll come back a couple of days later, to try to resonate with it, revisit that shit. You'd be like, oh the fuck? I'm good with the song. Yeah. It just wasn't the day or something else was all over the place. Or, you know, maybe the beat just didn't fit right, you know? Yeah. Recording is a, is a whole process, especially when you're doing the mixing and mastering. Now you gotta level out shit. and taking out breaks and, you know, putting drums in and all this other
1: shit. Once you die, you on your stems and all that shit.
0: So that shit is the more tedious part of the world. Hey, Rob shaking his head because, you know, we've been through that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Lord, I learned, I'm, I'm learning on the go. I'm an old head but I'm learning to go. But that word stems? <laughs> Yo.
2: Chase him down.
1: Yo. <laughs> That's why I- <laughs>
3: Yo, no, go ahead, brother. Go
1: ahead, no, go ahead. I'm gonna let you speak. I no. want to hear. I want to hear from the professionals,
3: bro. <laughs> That's why, not for nothing. That's why. If you pay attention to my catalog the past couple of years, I just been working with Knight. His Knight is so understanding when it comes to the words. stems. I'd be like, Yo, Knight, I need the stems, nigga. I got you. Everything. <laughs> you mm. ask somebody else with the stems. Well, you got <laughs> <do> it Well, <laughs> now you gotta talk about. Paperwork, payment. <laughs> mm. Even if you got paid for it, now why would you not do a laugh already? So now mm. you're going get me out of the stem because you know some other dirt bag will pay you more, or right. you're just trying to pull a flame and get a dollar in your pocket.
0: Yeah. So you have you ever been in a position where you had to two track a record? Oh yeah. <laughs> I ain't no stranger to that shit. I <laughs> oh, no, no that.
3: You gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Shit, my earlier years, I was the pirate guy. I should take your shit off that pit. <laughs> 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 it was available for three ninety nine, or you had it in some type of or fashion? And I felt your beat, nigga. I'm snatching your shit. I give you credit for it, but I'm definitely I'm using that. Right. I'm using
0: that. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and and your music, you know, a lot comes through by way of like um, like energy. You know, there's a lot of emoting, so I wonder. You know, like when you when you you look at it, you talk about physical growth, intellectual growth, emotional growth can all be quantified. How do you know when you've spiritually grown? Before when your
3: become. vision changes. When your vision changes, and not not just what you see with your eyes, also what you see with your head. I mean, you could have a mindset one day of, yo, perfect example. Somebody can drive by a house and be like, yo, one day I'm gonna have that house. Cool, you see it in the perception of your eye, but to really think and manifest that shit and put it in motion, that's a whole different for Don't that talk, dog. Don't that talk. So you really want it, you gotta put that shit in motion and it ain't just, I'm gonna talk it into existence. Cause look, you could talk a, a million words a second, but if you ain't put action behind that shit, you just right. basically fucking out your ass. So. Mm-hmm
1: it's is more so manifestation in the physical form and in the
0: mental the mm-hmm. they go hand in hand Hell that's yeah. cause effect why do you think though why do you think that people don't place or I mean it just may be my perception of it I feel like people don't place um, as much value in spiritual growth as they do in you know intellectual growth emotional growth and physical growth. And I don't know, again, it could be just because it's, you know, easier to quantify growth in those
3: areas. Nah, it's just like we talked about earlier. It's a microwave mindset. Everybody's microwave mindset. So it's not, I'm going to sit here and build myself to get the way I want to be. I'm going to wait for the next person to give me what I'm going to give. Or I'm going to let this opportunity of me being an asshole first before I really put my true self into perspective. To make it work for me. A lot of people just want validation. They don't want validation with yeah. themselves. They want validation, period. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's where you really got to separate the degree of are you human being or are you just human?
1: Because mm.
3: human is just you existing. Right. With being means you, you got emotions, you got understanding, you got a sense of what's going on around you. You're yeah. Just human yeah. is existing. I yeah. Mean,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't have that level of introspection, though. You know, and I and I honestly feel like a lot of people don't seek it either. Why? Right, because a lot of people don't have it. Exactly. Yeah.
3: My brother said on the head. Why am I gonna seek it if I don't
0: understand
2: it? Yeah. Like, people people want the choice. They don't want the opportunity. Mm-hmm. They they want to have the ability to say that they could have not right. actually doing it. Right. If you got a trying mindset, then you'll always be a nigga
3: that's going bad. I always tell people. It ain't a situation of trying; If you actually doing it. You're, you're doing it. The mindset: I'm gonna try to do that in your yeah. mind. Yeah, I'm um, gonna
0: get to that. But if you really got it, then you gonna do that shit. You gonna make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we um like we we were having a discussion a couple of weeks ago with an artist, um, Tay Baby, Shout out um Sally Bay, and I was talking to her about like um you know she was talking about the topic of like success came up you know and i was saying to her that success is is relative you know i think people we get roped into what society said to us what 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 actually means successful like you know and it varies based on person to person like you know what you view as a success somebody else may look at like that's successful to you or you know and and i think that sometimes we get lost in our accomplishments and don't give ourselves enough credit for accomplishments because we have this grandiose idea about what success is so for me like even listen to you like y'all yo, record and mix my own shit or whatever bro that's successful because there's somebody right now that's like yo damn if i could just get my record recorded or mixed
1: right, right. but we, we don't God. think we yeah. don't we,
0: we don't think at that level we just think so grand about all the other intangibles and things that's supposed to happen that we don't celebrate ourselves enough when we do accomplish a milestone and i'm not saying in a sense of smallest thing you need to be cheering or you set the bar so low that you feel accomplished you know you creep over you know i'm not saying that but i'm saying that we do need to be able to have give ourselves some level of grace and celebration around like things that we do attain like yo it's dudes right now that their whole life you know they like yo damn you know i want a car they get a car they get four wheels they're happy it's other dudes that's not content or happy unless it's a foreign Mm -hmm. you know it's it's everything is about like to me like just about Perception and how you define success, Perfect. and if, and if right. you let somebody else's ideology around what constitutes success define you, then mm-hmm. how do you, how are you ever going to be successful? You're always going to be chasing the illusion of what somebody else told you was successful. True, but then also,
3: you know, the, the kind of plate that was advocating on it. Sometimes you don't want to uh, celebrate your success. because not everybody happy to be successful? Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? every motherfucker in your circle is not going to be excited that you got it. That, sure. person, that cousin, that family member, that aunt, whoever, they not gonna be happy that you got a nice job and you know, you got to right. provide You know, you can, you can celebrate that shit within you. And, you know, that's, where, and, go, and that's
0: where I'm going, go, yeah. go, But <laughs> some, some shit is just, how, how, how old are you,
3: some, some shit And when I
0: say celebratory, like, I don't mean, I don't mean lavish and outlandish shit or whatever. Nah, I'm nah, nah, what nah, you. I, I, like I, I what you're saying, it's just, yeah. it's just
3: you know, like you said, even the smallest achievement is a success, you know? Yeah. It's not that people don't see it, it's just the fact of, in this day and age, how do you celebrate something when, you know, even if you on a positive note, you don't let nobody else judgment get in. Right. It's such an open range world where, yeah, yo, I did this, do fuck that nigga.
1: You think I
2: could
3: do Right, 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 because <laughs> yeah. just cause you smiled,
2: just mm-hmm. you smile at a nigga fuck that nigga
3: he
1: thinks like
2: being happy is not cool <laughs> Yo, that, and that's so weird son.
1: yeah that's
3: being so happy not cool I
2: hold said propaganda versus perception for real for real you word. know what
1: I'm saying I, I can feed I can feed you bullshit better okay. than I can make you see the real you know
3: what I'm saying
0: yeah like I just I don't know I just feel like that we you know it's just like, like, it's I mean, I think about like projects people put out to bring it back to music back in the days. Like, to me, I listened to like I, like Mike Geronimo's first album, The Natural, to me is like a cult classic. Like I really love that album. That album may sell a million copies. Somebody somewhere is probably like oh, that album's a failure because we've created this. This perception that back then to be a successful album you had to sell you a million copies. Well, cool. Yeah. Had be, you had to be that guy. A lot of people they go respect Mike
3: Geronimo because first thing they're gonna be like, oh, what the fuck is he
0: Yeah. I mean
3: it's for real hip hop heavy, you understand the thing? you know. Yeah. Mike Geronimo he's killed big shit, and shit. You
0: Yeah. Kind of
2: mean, but that's just people feeding into their own Yo, you you how, We had we had yeah. people going crazy a walk years ago because on top of the fact that we don't believe it Remember everybody, if you ain't had them five mics, them four mics, three mics, oh. two mics, you <laughs> would get bro. a killer, killer editor for them nah. two mics. You get a killer editor for
3: that. Yo, pardon, not not to cut you off, but not for nothing. I just watched Mad Hopper do an interview with Benzino. He was spoken about that shit. <laughs> Yo, that was such a rigged goddamn situation, especially with <laughs> mic, the mics. <laughs> right left, and he brought the new niggas in. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Well, Yo, that, that's some terrible
0: shit. Cause there's a lot of albums that was probably fired that we never knew because the, the mics. politics. The, yeah, my the politics Yo, spectrum, one of my favorite albums all time probably went wood, Into the Stage by Black Moon. Yeah. I still to this day listen to that album. I love that album. And I'm certain that to me, I'm like, yo, that album is dope. But because they ain't go platinum and they ain't get five mics, somebody calling it trash. Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Look people on Twitter say that the man's first album is trash. trash. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't understand.
2: Twitter is a whole different demon, man. I don't even get that.
3: Everybody <laughs> on Twitter is just going <laughs> to crowd. Nah, fuck that. He not it ain't even Twitter. Let me tell you. Oh. How many people okay. realize...
2: Think <laughs> about how many singles were on Takao. A lot of people don't realize how many mm-hmm. singles he had on that Takao
1: album. Yeah.
3: Exactly.
1: And like nah that should is, 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 How chasing, is, is chasing the chart a old a thing of the past yeah that's a <laughs> i think that's so. definitely a thing in the past let's i just, mean let's I'm just gonna, throw it out there let's just throw it out there because you know i've always ebro mentioned it in the last 30 years this is the first time that no hip-hop no rB has made a number one single and that's because of the trendy shit that's happening around anyone following and copying. No one's sitting down authentically creating anything. No one's contributing anything. Right. You know what I'm saying No one's adding on there. So this is what we have. It's gonna be
2: hard to get that back because as long as you got a bunch of people making a shitload of money
0: for doing going BS, yeah. it's gonna be hard to get them to change. There's been a if you think about it though, like there's been a resurgence though. Like you see, like even the concert the other day Yankee Stadium, you start oh, to see like the, the the artists that have they have sustainable careers. Like so no disrespect to um to Nelly, but Nelly is a dude who sold a lot of records. I, I I don't think Nelly has the fanfare that, you know, a dude like a Method Man or Ghostface can still go around and like I went to um one of my friends. His, um, he lives up by the casino. So he got comp tickets. He was like, Yo, you wanna go to a concert? I was like, All right, cool. Went to the concert. It was Nelly. Look around the crowd. The crowd, it ain't look like us <laughs> or whatever. And the crowd was, it was a lot of vanilla it was, ice cream. It was, it, was a amount, it was a decent amount of people. There's a decent amount of people there. But I say all that to say, like, I think years down the road, like, when you have those type of artists, I don't know if they have the sustainability. As the artists who have like the core group of fan following, like like you know, like a dude like a Method Man. Method Man can yeah. for that album or tour with those records right. for the rest of his life. You know, he may not sell out arenas with it, but he can consistently work with that if that's if that's what he chose to do.
3: But then you yeah. gotta look at the caliber of you. Mm-hmm. You talking about you talking about the nigga who spelled the name on the record. Now, mean? you talking yeah. about him compared to the nigga who. Made down, down, baby. Of course, you gotta I know everything.
2: The Air Force Ones, you know. No. Yo, it didn't you know, age
0: one. You know, one. It didn't age well. I, I age, no. you know. Nobody. Yes. I had
3: to about
0: my Air Force Ones. Yo, but, Jim, you know
3: no. I'm having drink the pain. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. <No>. Right. <laughs> it's all in your quality of music, man. And hey, he
3: wasn't even right. quality of shit. Works. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Dan wrote a lot. We had Cardan on the podcast. Cardan wrote a lot of Nelly stuff also. Oh,
3: shit. And that Nelly. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Dan wrote a lot of wrote a lot of Nelly stuff, so yeah, it is what it is. My, my last question, I don't know if these brothers got other questions for you, is um, how has music hindered or helped your mental health? I feel a little
3: bit of both. Um, the hindrance part is unfortunately the she was like you know, like you get caught up with something and you like something so much, you tend to indulge in that shit and there's days where, yo, I love music so much and just even beyond writing and rapping, you know, I get so thin shit and I, I get trained I forget about my own shit and I'll be stuck in 30 days and everybody else's shit, not yeah. knowing that, yo, some of this shit ain't really good for your health because it's too much music. You know, you still got to keep your own mind and your own friends. Right, right, right. But I would say it, it has helped because it made me see different shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I come from the project. I mean, I hadn't lived before, but, you know, we managed. My mother and my father, made me do what they do. You so. know, my father mm-hmm. was a down alcoholic, so... You know, I did what I had to deal with in my little neighborhood and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. For, for me to come out of that, progression of words, and then, you know, just looking at the stepping stone. Well, I'm gonna make a tape. I went from making a tape. Well, I'm gonna make a tape, I'm gonna do some shows. I went from making a tape and doing shows. You tell me, 2002, that I would be having vinyls and cassettes and shit like that, <laughs> I would probably be i would say, ah, right, yo, stop fluffing me, man. No, yo, you joking with me? To actually sit here now, yo, I got, I got C I've been on so much different shit. I've been blessed to be featured with dope, amazing brothers, talented mm-hmm. And there's still more that's still in the cut that has yet to be seen. So That shit is dope. dope it, yeah. I, I'm appreciative of this shit. I only yeah. learned a
1: rap through fucking being on Funny. Yeah, <laughs> 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 bro. We've all had them days. I used to I used to purposely put a damn concert in my courtyard where I used to live. I used to put my speaker right out the window <laughs> and make sure I blast the entire courtyard, bro. Mm. And they knew they were like, they go raw playing this music again. And I'm blasting Keris one, G-Rap. Slick rig, I'm playing everything, bro. I'm like, listen man, y'all gonna live this well, life with you me For real <laughs> one, I mean, I've had
3: neighbors knock on my door.
1: Yo, oh, let me ask you, man, what's your what you, what's your contribution to keeping hip hop as authentic as possible? Well number one, remaining true to my sound. That's
3: really that shit and you don't stay true to the sound it, what you create you give a fuck about what you do after that once you stray straight from it and i feel like um as far as how i look at it i don't ever look at it as a contribution probably, more so a personal contribution so like i always think of this shit as i know i might not ever get a chance to be on the level and i accept that You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? but for the fact that in another 15 10, 15 years, i put it like that. I can sit down with my son, maybe he might want to Yo, this is it. I mean, this is what I was doing. Or maybe he might want to pursue something else. Either way, mm. this shit is the blueprint. All right, so this is what I did. This may not be what you want to do, but this is how I started. This is how I kept going. I, I didn't want to stop, you know what I'm saying? For them to get that education, that shit to me means
0: worth
3: anything in this shit.
0: Yo, and you just you just summarized what I was saying earlier about like the element of like perception around success. You are like, yo, I may not ever be on the level or whoever it is, but you know, look at what I've done, look what I've yeah. look, at, look at what I've actualized, like yo, I got finals, I got tape, yeah, I got this yo, and that. And that's the piece that I get lost on brothers to yeah. me, man. Bro,
3: some people just get like nah. Some motherfuckers need more and some motherfuckers feel like they ain't doing enough. Me, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm just happy to be here.
1: Doing, just to be doing. Just that's be it.
3: Explore. Yo, it, it's a pleasure to be here. Cause just me now you can't trash. And I mean, I'm, people tell me I'm trash, and I still keep on going. it.
2: I got, got one last question for you, man. So, what's next, man?
3: Uh, me and my brother Jamel, Honesty if y'all familiar with him, we got a, another project. He did a project called Harper Kid last year. Okay. Uh, did pretty good, made a nice little bit of noise. So, okay. we're working on the part two of that live for New Jersey Lewis Theater. Mm-hmm. And, um, solo effort rise. I mean, I got one in the can, I'm still kind of <laughs> put together can to figure out. And then, you know, people trying to highlight me and get work for shit. Right now, I just want to really make sure I focus on um, getting the word out for Tan Face and. Just keeping all the other shit alive as well, you know, because before can Face I dropped a project called Messages too.
1: Yeah. too. So. And you do like a lot of cartoon video game shit man No pool? man, I'm
3: yo, I I was born I was born in the eighties, raised in the nineties, man. I'm so fucking nostalgic look. drinking
0: henrock i love that i love that god so i just stay like
3: that
0: (laughs) word jim said i'm proud of our work on the no ideas original project thank you guys yeah jim's actually yada right there they've um two-thirds of the outsiders music group they did like 10 10 records, was it 10 or 11 records off our um off 10, our pocket yeah all right, all right. yeah yeah so we got stems too we
2: got stems <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. oh. I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt wow. we got stems we,
1: you it's, know what I, nah, I, yo. it's the orchestra now <laughs> <laughs> right. yo put 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 LT on the fucking tell LT we need stems get
0: that t-shirt ready you know <laughs> <laughs> Yo squeegee you wanna say anything else before we um before we end
3: Yo, um, first off, thank you to y'all brothers for letting me get on the platform, you
0: know,
3: for expressing me myself. It's uh, awesome. yo, thank you for everybody who's been fucking with me, who getting into my shit now. I hope you enjoy the ride. Anybody who has been riding with me through this ride, I appreciate you. Thank you for everything, you um, know. Yo
1: can't fuck with the ultimate and that's how
0: i'm gonna keep coming <laughs> yo, <bro>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> peace to yo peace to everybody thank you for tuning into to the no ideas original podcast squeegee chill don't bounce yet yo we're gonna kick it with you behind the scenes
1: no, no, no.